All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patrons, friends beyond the binary, I'm walking and I'm recording a Patreon message to test out this mic and see what it sounds like and make sure there's a message for you, patrons. So thank you for supporting the show and let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is attempt to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts you're thinking about, uh, feelings... Uh, physical sensations, travel, wave noises. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of wave noises behind me here. Family, fa- family, uh, good stuff. You know, uh, family visits, visiting family, but or both. Uh, wind, work, the past, the present, and the future. Whatever's keeping me awake, I'd like to distract you from that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, these lulling, uh, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents, pauses, uh, hopefully a slow, easy pace. Uh, Take my time getting there. I'm on location recording this episode. It's not an ambient episode, so there should only be just a tiny amount of uh, white noise in the background. Uh, But if you're new here, one, I want you to be welcome. I want you to thank you for sticking it out so far. I'll give you the structure of the show because it's a little bit different than some podcasts. Uh, Because we have a sleep podcast, because it's free, we start the show with about five or six minutes of business. And that's uh, what enables us to have a huge free archive. Over 550, 560 episodes. Comes out three times a week, uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, different episodes uh, all three days. So there's six minutes of business up front. Then there's an intro, which we've just started. The intros are about 12 minutes. And they're a little bit rambly, a little bit nonsensical. Maybe a little bit is an understatement. They're full of misstatements, overstatements, and uh, maybe some understated. Yeah, I guess understated. Hmm, I don't know if there's any understated. I'm trying to, I was trying to pun it. I was trying to squeeze a pun in it. Squeezed puns, uh, fluffed puns. How come I, what is a fluffy pun? I wish I, I I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not really good at a pun. What do you call a spinster that spins puns? Is that a pun? But really, like a, a punster? That's something different. Like a, that's a little bit different. No, but really, what is a spinster that spins puns? What does a spinster even mean? I think that's one of those old, I think that's a pejorative term. I have a feeling. So I apologize uh, to all the spinsters out there. Uh, let's take that. Let's let's put that on our word word to t- words to take back. Uh, you know, first we had the Beatles taking words back. I think then you too was taking words back. Who's taking words back now? And can we get a hold of them? Radio. I think Radiohead's taken a few words back, and and I, I've been taken aback by all those all those groups. Uh, but what about now? Uh, Reach out to me if you're if you're if you're a, a power. What is, is that? That's not power pop, rock pop. What do we call that? It's not power pop. Also, what's power pop? Also, what do you call a spinster that loves power pop that uh, <laughs> eats pop rocks and uh, uh, spins puns? It's like it, it's almost what's that thing called that makes me mispronounce things? A tongue twister. Your right brain. Oh, that was the left brain? Are you sure? Are you sure you two weren't misplaced? Uh, I think my brain halves were misplaced. I got two, like back, I think, in the brain production facility. They said, well, we've been testing out this new one. It's not a right brain. Well, what happened is uh, we have a vat, vat of uh, unlabeled brain halves here. And what we've been doing is quartering them and then fusing them. So we figure that's, you know, random. So we got, we, who should we test it? Oh, this kid. Okay, let's put, plop him in. Is that the kid that has the the uh, medulla of gloob? Gloob? No, it's a medulla of glob. He's already imagining spinsters spinning puns. Uh, oh, boy. New listeners. I'm sorry. When, that's a tangent. I think that was a tangent I went on. 
But if you're new here, so there's a long intro that you're listening to now. Usually it's uh, me getting distracted, going on tangents, and trying to explain how the podcast works to new listeners. So excuse me. So if you're new here, welcome. After the intro will be the story part of the show. That's about 40 minutes. And then, uh, so that's like the, pod, the main podcast. So you can skip the intro. A few people skip straight to the story. Timestamps are in the show notes. All the sponsors are in the show notes. Relevant links are in the show notes. So when you're listening, you don't really need to like worry. You just kick back. And, and if you need to remember anything tomorrow, it's when your hand hits your refrigerator in the morning. As soon as you wrap your hand around that refrigerator, you say, what was I supposed to remember about sleep with me? Let me check the show notes. So don't worry about it now. But so, uh, so if you're new here, that's the show structurally, uh, business, long rambly intro, and then a story. Tonight will be our, uh, episodic series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky PI. What was I talking about? I was, I was getting mixed up. So, okay. Well, new listeners. So, oh, the other things is clearly you probably figured it out at this point. You don't really need to listen to like I'm I'm going to take your mind off of stuff, but but you don't have to listen to me super closely. You know, you you can kind of listen to me, almost listen, barely listen. Just like my uh pun spinning spinster Nana. Uh new I guess that's not, not a new I got to think of a new name. Uh but she's she's so busy spinning and spinning puns that she doesn't I say what was that? And then she's thinking of the last thing I said about whatever it was. Uh, what was I talking about? Something else after I was talking about. She's trying to spin that into a pun. Like, I'm almost like the pun prepper. Like, uh, I just talk, and then she spins the puns. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't put that. They had to, I had to externalize that. Uh, I have to outsource my puns. Uh just because uh, I don't have a, like a, sometimes I can, I, I, I'm an accidental punist. Have I, have we done that? Was that a Dave Barry book? I haven't read much Dave Barry. I was just talking to my uncle. He's a big Dave Barry fan. I think that was probably a Dave Barry book, The Accidental Punist. And I probably sold uh, more copies than this podcast ever been downloaded. So I better keep my mouth shut. Uh, but I wasn't like, it wasn't a pun about his book. It was just a, uh, an attempt for me to use pun as many times. Uh, anyway, if you're new, so that's the intro. You don't you don't really need to listen, but also you don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company for about an hour. So this podcast it's it's a podcast to put you to sleep. That's kind of the the like the briefest description of it. Uh, but really, it's a podcast to keep you company while you fall asleep, to distract you while you drift off at your convenience. You know, I'm not here to force any issues or, you know, guru up any magic. Uh, the only magic I have is uh, the, the magic that I've missed, that spills out of my mouth accidentally. It dribbles, it dribbles around like orange soda down the front of my, uh, uh, like a orange popsicle stains on my, the sides of my cheek. And I only say that because I'm, you know, on family vacation. So... I, mean, I think that kind of sums it up. So you don't need, really need to listen. You're under no pressure to listen. I'll be here to keep you company. And uh, you can fall asleep whenever you want. I'm here to, you know, escort you while you drift over that threshold. And to give you something else to think about. Whatever has been keeping you awake, uh, I'd like to offer an alternative, which is me. Uh, you know, just picture... And again, we're going to take back, I, I haven't figured out how we're going to take back the word uh, spinster because I don't know exactly what it means. The old, here's a sign that a word's pejorative. If you picture some, like it immediately summons up a picture that's probably not accurate. I'm picturing someone wrapped in an afghan in a rocking chair. Uh, that's, that's not, that, that's not like, uh, so, you know, let me know, uh, you know, if you think about it tomorrow. You say, geez, how can we empower Spencer? Well, I guess empowering Spencers would be something else. That would probably, uh, that probably wouldn't be good. I think that's a new dystopian novel, The Empowered Spinsters. You know, if it's, be careful what you wish for, Scoots, because I guess that would be, like I'd say I'd write it, but I'm not exactly sure what that word means. But, you know, maybe it is, maybe here's the thing. We get Spencers spinning puns, uh, 
And uh, sounds like that could solve all the problems. I mean, because what the world needs now are puns, sweet puns, believe me, and a lot more kindness, uh, kind puns. Are there nasty puns? I assume there are. I mean, I'm thinking, like, uh, what's like? I don't want to say what's the difference between a pun and a limerick, because uh, there once was a man from Nantucket who was so confused by the word spinster, he uh, renamed himself Scoots. So anyway, I guess that's it. If you're new, it, the idea of the podcast is it takes your mind off stuff, distracts you while you fall asleep. The reason I make it because I have trouble uh, sleeping. As a kid, I had a terrible time sleeping. I listened to comedy radio, and it would, wouldn't put me to sleep, but it would distract me enough to, to stop thinking about all that stuff that was keeping me awake, mostly school. And it's clear I missed a day in social studies when we covered spinsters and puns. Uh, in pejorative and uh, like uh, any of that other stuff, uh, but yeah, if you if you if you do want to take that word back, uh, how about spinnakers? Those are on sailing ships. I'm looking at a curtain of a sailing ship. Also, I'm on location. If you're saying Scooch, you sound a little bit different. It's because I'm in a bed. I'm in a cabin. It has those uh, fake wood wall panels uh, that are like balsa wood. It has two different sets of uh, lighthouse sailboat curtains and sounds of sweet, sweet Terry, Lake, Lake Ontario, uh, lapping up behind me about a uh, hundred yards away. So, you know, maybe that in the background will help you sleep too. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? All right, hey everybody, welcome to our serial uh, story. Uh, no, and this is episodic. <laughs> Give them that. I don't even do that on purpose. I get it mixed up every time. Our episodic series, Big Farm in the Sky, which takes place both on Earth and the Big Farm in the Sky, and that's the place you go when you, you know when your uh, time at Earth uh, comes to uh, close. It's just beginning at the Big Farm in the Sky, as we found out. Uh, this may or may not, this is most likely the last episode of the season, and then it'll be a recap episode. Uh, but, you know, there's no guarantees with this, with, with uh, Sleep With Me, who knows. Uh, but, uh, what was I going to say? So, oh, Big Farm in the Sky. So, Big Farm in the Sky, P.I., I don't know if you remember the good old days in Nancy Drew, or uh, Encyclopedia Brown, Fancy Nancy... Or Horrible Harold, or any of the Cam Jansen, any of the great kid detectives, or youth detectives, excuse me. Uh, thank you, Brain. It's, they're professionals. This is an adult who lives in a big, big farm in the sky, Simon, but he enlists the help of his earthbound uh, niece, G, and her best friend, DK, to solve cases up in the big farm in the sky. But, you know, there's a lot less conflict there because it's, uh, you know, stage two of uh, living. I guess, I don't know, tell you, I'm not there. I'm just a, like, a, I just get the transcripts. But so Simon lives in the big farm in the sky, solves cases. Both, in, I guess most of his clients are in the big farm in the sky, uh, just like, you know, just like the other greats, uh, like I said, and, uh, also I've been delaying, uh, okay, this is a lady, oh, this is Antonio Banderas, what did you fly out here in the Gulf Stream, Gulf Stream, Jeff? My friend, I had to ask, uh, he said, ask Arnold to, to fly me out here. That's great, what do you, oh, Gulf Stream 10. Wow, is that, uh, like a G6? I like that song, they say like a G6. Anyway. He's waiting. This is the ladies and gentlemen. This is the boys and girls. This is the friends behind the binary. It's time to crack his case uh, for possibly the last time. It's time for Big Farm in the Sky. P.I. Let's crack this case. Yeah. Wow, you did the yeah. Okay, I, I need to go. Do you want some? I have chocolate milk downstairs. Oh, really, my friend? This is the first time you've offered me. I, I think I have chocolate milk. So, okay. Big farm in the sky, PI, everybody. Thanks. All right, hey, everybody. This is Simon here, and uh, we're about to uh, get down to business. Uh, uh, going in. Hey, G, hey, G, hey, D, hey, DK. It's me, Simon. Yeah, I knocked over that, but, but that, yeah. 
So we got a case. Good news. Good news. We got a case. It's a book. It's a case about a book. Uh, so close your books because we're going to talk. Eyes up. Eyes up front here. What do? Why do I? Oh, I. I think I've. Uh, you know, I, I think I flew through a dust cloud. That's why I sound a little bit different today. Thanks for asking, G. Now, this case just isn't about any book. Uh, it's about a very, very special book. Uh, no, DK, it's not about the Bible. Another very special, no, no, a specific book. Well, no, a specific copy of, of a specific book. No, not a specific Bible. No, 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 no. I'm just like a very special book uh, with very special meaning. Another religious text. No, 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 no. You, you, you two are distracted. Uh, this book is special to two specific people. One, our clients, and uh, two, uh, the other person who who had who's in possession of the book. No, the book isn't, this isn't a, this, I'm just trying to uh, set the case up. This isn't a question and answer trickery. Oh, it's fun for you two. You like giggling at me. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Now you have me mixed up. Thank you. Oh, it's a specific, oh, no, no. The book is not missing. Actually, the case of the missing book, that would be, uh, it's in the library return box. You put it in there by accident. Boom. That case was solved by Encyclopedia Brown 36 years ago. If it was a Hardy Boys case, it would be in a cave. It was under a rock in a cave. Uh, boom. Nancy Drew, I think probably uh, they left it when they took the rowboat. They left it in the rowboat under a tarp on the trip to Pirate Island. Uh, uh, Camp Jansen. Hmm. Uh, the book uh, that was accidentally taken. You really, you two are really putting me to to task here. If it was Cam Jansen, it would be two identical books. One would have a safe in it, but the one that was taken was a regular book uh, stolen by someone thinking they were stealing the book with this hidden safe. Cam Jansen's powers of photographic memory, or you know, recognize something in the book that, that made it. Oh, there's two copies of the same book. Oh, fancy Nancy. Those usually have a bullying twist. Uh, so give me a second. Oh, uh, Geronimo Stilton. They would go to the, maybe they, they I think they'll be more of a magic school bus. They travel to the library, great library in Alexandria, Alexandria or whatever. Uh, and uh, but maybe Geronimo Stilton would go to some other great library. Uh, maybe the New York public library. Great, great point. G. Great point. And, uh, the case would be mostly the details about that. Uh, Geronimo still would probably talk to the lions out front. And, you know, there'd be mouse versions of everything in New York City. They'd eat some pizza. They would definitely travel by cab. And uh, the case would be solved very simply. Usually confused, like someone falls in one of the, like, uh, someone falls in love with uh, Geronimo Stilton. And then probably his niece and nephew or something solved the case. If it was Fancy Nancy, I guess maybe it would make sense if at some point it was a super popular, like a pop summer read. Everyone's reading the case of the missing book. Uh, and, uh, or maybe it has to get read somewhere. How come there's no cases where the dust cover changes? The book's the right book inside, and one's the wrong. Like the case that switched to dust covers. Fancy Nancy in the case of the missing book. Uh, maybe that would be the choice. You're right. Maybe that would just, what do they call that? The pinch? Uh, you don't know. Neither do I. Uh, I call it the false solution. But yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about any of those cases. The book is not missing. We know where the book is. Uh, I'm here on behalf of our client, by the way. Oh, my client. Uh, well, this is a cross-world case, uh, young ladies. So I'm going to need your full attention because it's a very special book with very special meaning to two very special people. Oh, what book is it? Gee, do you remember I gave you a copy of this book? Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Don't panic. DK, you've read that book? Holy moly. You've read it? Oh, yeah. What a cool, it's a great book, huh? Yeah. I'm glad you both like it. 
Douglas Adams. Uh, so long, and thanks for all the fish. Uh, yeah, you're, okay, well, wait, gee, you're a Dirk Holistics fan? I mean, I am, but uh, we're, we're talking about this book. Okay, let's not get off of, let's not start a book talk here about uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide. What did I think of the movie? D- to be honest, uh, I I can't remember. Some things I can't remember when I go, since I've transferred to the big farm in the sky. Movie plots. I'm having the worst time. I'd like to find a movie theater, but I haven't, you know, I've been busy cracking these cases. Well, maybe I will go to the movies after all this is done. You know, I, I, I know that a podcast guy was trying to write Walter Mitty, the Walter Mitty. He, he, his was called Citizen Mitty. So I don't think he wants, I don't think I want to see The Secret Life of Walter Mitty because I would have wanted to see his movie called Citizen Mitty. And now he can't make that because it was already made by like a bunch of big shots. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, he does have another one, but it's uh, Citizen Somebody Else. Uh, uh, our, uh, anyway, let's not bring it up, okay? So we had, okay, so yeah, back to The Hitchhiker's Guide. Do I have a towel? I, do, I don't. I don't need one. I'm a, I'm a spiritual being, being or uh, whatever you want to call me. Okay, so we're talking about a specific copy of the book. This is going to go pretty deep, so are you too comfortable? Okay, great. So the client comes to me. I'm set up in my thing, sell, just like everything, lemonade, everything. She comes along. And she says, "Are you the the, the 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 detective?" I say, "I'm I'm Simon. Uh, I'm detecting. Uh, you have a problem. You need me to help you solve. How's that for?" I call myself a PI though. And she didn't really laugh because she was nervous and upset, and she seemed a little stressed. I said, "Okay, sit down. Have uh, would you like a lemonade? Have a lemonade, and let's uh, tell tell me what's happening." And she said she's been in the big farm for a little while now. Now, when she left for the big farm, it was unscheduled uh, visits. And back where she's from, she 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 had someone she was very close to, a young person, a young man, uh, a kid. But he was old enough to read and be read to. And she would read him from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, she, just like I would read to you uh, from the Princess Bride book, she would read to him from the Hitchhiker's. Why didn't I read you Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I wanted to wait till you were old enough uh, to read it yourself. Uh, yeah, you do You you do remind me of Trillian, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, only the good qualities, uh, not that there are any bad ones. But so, uh, anyway, you two are taking me off topic, because this is so she... Was reading when she was Earth when she was an Earth, earth person. Uh, she was reading uh, to this young man in her life. Uh, yes, his son. Uh, the book. Then, as he began to get older, he would read the book, uh, and they would practice reading. But not the best way to learn how to read. But you know, fun for a sentence or two. Especially since he had his favorite passages. And they had the uh, the well, the compendium, all three books. Even though it's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it was all three books in there. Well, technically, I don't know what to tell you, G. I, I just say she, she, our client says the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't want to get caught up on uh, detail, like, like the wrong details. You almost got me caught up on that detail. But so. Okay, where was I? So she would read him the book. Then he started reading the book. Then she uh, relocated to the big farm in the sky. But uh, this is something I've been learning up here. Like I said, not every uh, person that comes to big farm can go back to Earth like I can in a G-H-O-S-T form, you know, like Casper-like and visit, and there's some people that can only visit and put, like I've found the power of, uh, it's not telekinesis because I'm not a human, but of moving stuff. Uh, some people can only move stuff. They can't come and visit in physical or near physical form and, and, and communicate like we can. In fact, I'm told that there's almost no private uh, no private eyes that come and just talk to his niece like a regular conversation like this. Usually it's way more confusing. Go ahead and laugh, you two.
Yes, I know. How could it be any more confusing? Like, if I wasn't making sense. Okay. This is a different kind of sixth sense. Okay, go ahead and spit your milk out. You're laughing so hard it's coming out of your nose. Okay, great. Anyway, back to the case, or back to the lead-up to the case. So it's very rare that someone can come in my form, but some people come and move stuff around, push stuff around rooms. Some people leave, you know, presents, uh, P-R-E-S-E-A-N-C, like, uh, you know, hot and warm spots, or where you feel good all of a sudden, or you don't. You know, there's a lot of ways uh, to from to come from the big farm to Earth, but it's very rare even so. Percentages, I think it is genes. I'm not sure if that carries over our DNA, but I, I'm not sure how and why you can come back to Earth and visit. But I'm just saying that the percentages are are very, very low to be able to visit in any form other than distant watching where you're far removed. And most people up there are so busy with their own stuff. No offense to anybody down here like you two or Diane that's transcribing these. Hello, Diane. I know that's not your real name, but I just have fun with that. Um, uh, You know, most people are busy up there doing their own stuff. Like if I, yes, if I could crack my own cases, I wouldn't need you to. Wouldn't that be depressing though, right? So that's what brings the importance of this case back home. Now, this woman... And this young man, if they had some sort of connection through the book, so when he would open the book, she would sense it there, and they would sense each other's presence, and they would have a shared experience when he had the book open, and he was reading the book, or stroking the book, or holding the book and thinking of her. Yes, very special. So she would feel him, he would feel her, they would feel good. Whoa, how wonderful could that be? Wouldn't it, is that the most wonderful use of a book or one of them? Yes. So, a treasured experience for her and for him. And as he's gotten a little bit older and older, she's, she's you know, been working on, well, can I accept when he's tired of the book or, you know, when he outgrows the book or will we always have this connection? Will he be with his children sharing the book, and I'll be able to have this shared experience occasionally. So something very important to her, but something she's been thinking about. No, this isn't like Toy Story. The sun has not outgrown the toys. or the to- No, it's different than that. Uh, so what's happened is uh, all of a sudden communication stops. She says, uh, I'm not hearing from him. I'm not sensing him. I'm not, uh, uh, whatever, like, uh, and she's, now there is a way, there's, a, there's other people other than private eyes where you can get info. He's not, a, he's not in the big farm. He's down there and he's doing fine, but all communication with the book has been cut off. Uh, so there's no communication with the book, uh, and no, uh, emotional connection with the book, uh, no sense connection with the book, uh. No, nothing. It's like the book. Now, is the book missing? No. Uh, how do I know that? That was the first thing I did is, is I went there and I checked. I said, where does he keep the book? And I went in uh, when he wasn't there because I didn't want to do any surprising. And the book was there on the shelf in his room. So, uh, we got it, we got it, we got it. So that, okay, so, okay, so that's the setup for the case. Now, of course I did, of course I, I, I did some other investigating. So, sorry, I got, I got mixed up. You two have been goofing on me so much, and then we have this big emotional connection. Uh, just think about it. It really drives me to solve this case because I enjoy spending time with you two. What if I couldn't come here to see you two? That's what I thought of myself as this client was telling me these things. So I did hang around, uh, and I waited for the, the boy to come home, and I watched, and it, uh, it didn't, I didn't know if I should make my presence known or not, but he came home, and he spent his time, he, like, he, he definitely has a balanced, uh, thing, like, he has a limit on his amount of time, screen time, so he didn't come in his room and get on the screens, he did some drawing, then he did some uh, lying on the floor playing, then he did some sitting and thinking, and then when he was sitting and thinking, he kept looking over at the bookshelf. 
and then he tried uh, getting the book out, and the book wouldn't come out from the bookshelf. Uh, he was looking over at it first. He took his time getting over there. He seemed to come at it from an angle, and the book didn't want to come out of the shelf. Uh, and the boy, he had this very stern look on his face. So I said, oh, what if this is her fear is true? Is this some sort of... Uh, you know, thing that needs to be handled uh, by someone that has you sit down on a sofa or a couch and talk to you type situation. Because then he finally got the book out of the bookshelf and he had to struggle to get it out of the bookshelf. I said, so strange. Uh, and then the book didn't seem to want to open. And then the boy, he was pointing at the book and uh, like... Uh, yeah, like, uh, just, just kind of, like, arguing and yelling at the book. Uh, and then finally he got the book open, and then it was like a, like a, I felt something. And I said, well, this must be a special book because of the special connection they have. But it wasn't the cl our clients. It was something else, uh, some other uh, some other thing. I felt like it was the book. Uh, and the book was started talking back to the boy. And the book didn't want to be read. It was a, it was a, and the book was trying to calm the boy down, saying, "Oh, don't worry. Like uh, tell, I'll tell you the story of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just let me know what, what, where you want me to start." And the boy said, "Don't." Like he was very upset with the book. Uh, and I said to myself, "Holy God, this is something the Earth. The Earth. At first, second, I, I said, is this real?" Uh, you know, am I, am I imagining the book talking? I, I know it sounds weird for somebody that lives in the big farm in the sky who sees a lot of things. Uh, and then I said, holy cow, Simon, you're not thinking like a P.I. You're thinking like somebody with uh, stakes in the game. Uh, take a step back. And then I said, well, maybe I said, I got so." And then the boy closed the book. He, he said, I've had enough of you. And then he put the book on the shelf uh, now, I can see the two of you are really engrossed in what I'm saying right now. So that makes me say, huh. Uh, but so he put the book on the shelf. So I said, okay, we, what do we have here? We have a book uh, where the connection's been cut off. Uh, and then we have a boy upset with the book. Uh, but then there's something else going on. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it, Or is it just, uh, was the boy throwing his voice? Was I imagining the book was talking, or is this some sort of age-related phase, you know, with the boys and the, like, uh, you know, when you get, like, I don't think you've covered that yet, you two, but, uh, where he's getting older, becoming a teenager. So, well, why are you two looking at each other? Could I see the book? I could see the book, but I didn't want to be. I didn't want the boy to see me. I say, "What the heck is that? A Casper? Is it friendly?" I didn't. I wanted him to have his time with the book. Uh, I could see the book was open. Could I see the words? I don't know. I, do, I, I There were words. Uh, wouldn't it, I don't think it was a blank book, but I don't. Uh, it's a good question. I don't quite know the answer to that. Uh, Okay, so why don't you two tell me why you're looking at one another? Okay, there's been rumors about this. Weird stuff about books. Okay, you could tell me more, because this could relate to our case, of course. Uh, okay, so you've heard, so that's one of the common rumors. Books uh, not opening, okay. Or books not being able to be read. Like, what do you mean, not being able to be read? Like, the words are there, but you can't read them? Oh, boy. And you've heard about weird books. Talk, kids have been telling about uh, talking to books. It was just rumors, or everybody thought it was nonsense. Uh, books saying, you don't need to read me. Uh, that was the most common one. And then people would get in trouble, right? Because they say, well, the book said I didn't need to read it. Okay, well, that makes sense. Until, what are you saying? Okay, this is just in the rumor on the internet. There was a class in the Midwest somewhere of kids. Okay. They had an open book test. Okay, keep going. An open book test. Like they could open their books to look at the, the look up the answers. Uh, so was it social studies or science? Science, okay. 
and the teacher sat down to finish the report cards. This was the end of the year exam. And none of the kids could open their books. Like, physically, they could not open the books. None of the kids could open the books for the open book test. And then what is it? the teacher thought they were joking. All the kids got detention. Wow. Oh, because the teacher could open the book, but none of the students could? And then, so the teacher would open a book, and then she'd say, open the book, and then the student couldn't open the book. Huh, so this only involves kids. There's no reports of adults having this issue. Interesting, very interesting. So we have books, like the book this young boy has, that either won't open, or when they will open, they couldn't be read. That's why the boy seemed like he was yelling at the book, and the book was talking back to him. But have you two have you two observed this at all? No. Okay. Well, this is interesting. So, I guess what I'll do is I'll head over to the library and see what I can. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, it's at nine o'clock. And well, I'll head over, by the time I get over there, it'll be daytime because I can sleep. Uh, okay. So I'll talk to you two later. And uh, yeah, good night, you two. Uh, don't worry. You could try to read some books. This is interesting, but we need to focus on solving our client's case. And that'll help us, whatever this greater issue is, one will lead to the other, I believe. And it, by the way, G and DK, thank you so much. Uh, you really made my time in the Big Farm special. And uh, the thing I've enjoyed most is uh, getting to spend my time with you. Really, the cases are just secondary to coming to see both. Oh, yeah, and of course I couldn't solve the cases without you two. I wouldn't want it to. And you two have been invaluable, but it's mostly been your presences that have made my life, uh, or whatever you call it, yeah, whatever, uh, that much better. Thank you. Okay, so, hey, Diane, it's me, uh, yucky, 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 I'm outside the library now, I'm just recording, so, you know, these recordings, they don't really have gaps, uh, so I'm inside the main library here. I'm going to walk around and, uh, okay, I'm going to float around the stacks. I feel like uh, in that movie, uh, there was the librarian in uh, the original first one. Or was that, the, I think that was the first one. Yeah, she was down there in the bottom of the New York, New York Public Library, I think, in the stacks somewhere. So I'm going to go into the young adult section because I think it seems like most of these cases are involving these young adults here. And uh, probably not everybody. i got to keep it okay. Uh, not a lot of kids here reading. Uh, a lot of, oh, wait a second. This young man is walking down this aisle looking. He's trying to sneak up on a book, too. What book is that? Uh, what is that? Ready Player One. I've always wanted to read that. Okay, he's opening the book. Uh, what is this saying? Oh, it's saying boop boop, a beep beep, a boop boop. Please insert a quarter. Ready Player One. Okay. And the boys keep to boop. It just keeps repeating that. Uh, Oh, no, here it goes. Once upon a time, there was a boy who liked video games. Wait a second. What? He liked video games so much, he went to the city council meeting and observed it to watch civics in action. And he got a high score. That's not what that book's about. It says, okay, boy, close the book. Who, who, who wouldn't blame him? He just shrugged away. Oh, now he's going to get in the librarian, pointing at the book. Uh, she's opening the book, uh, looking at it, looking at him, and uh, hands it to him. She's smiling, very kind. Uh, oh, now she's recommending. Re well, there's the second book in that series. Uh, now she's recommending some other books. Uh, what is she going to recommend? Uh, I wonder if we... I, think, I, would, I mean, maybe we'd get him over to some fantasy. Wheel of Time, maybe. Too much? Uh, I don't know. 
What about the name of the wind? Is he too, maybe that is, uh, oh, maybe I should mind my own business here. Oh, he opened the book again. He just snuck it back on the shelf. I don't think he wants, I don't remember that being about civics. Uh, wait, there's some kids over in the pirate section of nonfiction. They're trying, they can't, okay, they're trying, these two kids trying to get a pirate, these books about piracy open. Yeah, I remember being in this section of the library, too. They can't even get the book open. Well, two of them are trying and prying at it. Let me go check the dinosaur section. That's another high-activity area, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll just wait here and see if any kids come. Here comes the kid. Oh, this one's from the... uh, this is from the New Yorker, the Mets, uh, this book here. Lots of plates from old pictures. Yeah. That book won't open either. It's like it's glued shut. I'm going to try. I wonder if I could try to go inside that book. Wait a second. I can't get in the cover. I should be able to go right through this book. It's like uh, it's solid even to me. Strange. This is strange stuff. I got to go back to the nonfiction. Let me see. What's another popular area with the non? Oh, uh, these uh, these uh, supernatural fiction type things. Okay, okay. Here's a couple of good. these two probably are DK and G's age. Uh, okay, they're going separate. Uh, she's going to these uh, these ones here. School of Good and Fun. Eve, Eve fun. Oh, yes. Welcome to the School of Good and Eve. Uh, this is what the book's saying. I'm dying. I'm just transcribing for you to transcribe. Welcome to the School of Good and Eve. Uh, it's a school where we learn about our responsibility as citizens. The best school for that is to be a part of the process. Get down, okay. Planning meeting? That doesn't have anything to do. Okay, this, uh, I, I think I have, Diane, I, f- I think I figured this out. It's, uh, this is some sort of trickster, this is clearly trickster god activity, I think. So I'm going to go, uh, I guess I'll just do, okay, well, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm just going to, um, get my presence back to my, uh, stand and I'm going to put up here the case of the closed book, closed. And I'm going to underline it here and sit here with my lemonade and wait for the... Okay, trickster guys should have been here by now. Let me do one under, underline. Case of the closed books, closed. Uh, okay, they're not coming. Case of the closed books, closed. Okay, they're still not coming down to... Uh, Okay, Trickster God should be here right now. How can I get their action? Okay. How can I get their attention? Okay, let me see what else I can do with Chalk. Trickster Gods Stink Stank Stunk. Uh, one, two, three. Quest- trickster Gods question mark. Uh, let's see. Hmm, which one's correct for these trickster gods? Do they stink? Did they stank or did they stunk? I don't poof. Stink, stank, stunk. Trickster guy. Excuse me, sir, you're passing by here. First of all, do you want any free lemonade? It's, you could pay also. Just trying to figure out the answer to this question about these trickster gods. Uh, which trickster god? Well, they, you know, I know, I'm familiar with some of the more popular ones. I know this family of trickster gods, so... And I know that usually they're up to stuff and they're pretty busy, uh, but I had heard this question about them. I wanted to get the correct answer, the definitive answer. Uh, you, you would say it could be more than one. You're right. Is you, oh, maybe I should add D, all of the above. You're right. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Oh, look who's coming down the street. A family. Oh, well, they, they, you're going to leave the right, your kids down at that uh 
Oh, they're going to play on the beach. Well, that makes perfect sense. How you doing? Uh, you, you're, 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 yeah, you're the, you're the, uh, father and the mother from the, uh, you're the, the gnome home and the dome home. Remember me? I'm Simon. You helped, you helped me crack my first case. So what's going on with those books? What do I mean? The books that you, you're playing, you, you mess with any books on earth? No. Do, do you have to answer questions? You don't have to answer questions honestly though, right? You don't, but you probably would. You're finding me amusing. Well, no, I just put this here as a trick to get you to trickster gods to come. I don't think you stink or stank or stunk. Oh, yesterday, a couple of your kids did. Uh, so, okay, I'll, ra- I'll race it. Uh, as long as you stay here, they ain't help me. Well, I'm glad you came here. I'm glad I could get your attention and connect with you. Seems like you like your family-based uh, god system. I don't know how many... Not quite nuclear. 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 Sorry, I didn't know you pronounced it that way. Nuclear. You're not quite nuclear family. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't understand. I know, I'm just a you, you, former human. But listen, I'm trying to crack this case on Earth. They thought you were involved. Uh, there's these books on Earth. Uh, yeah, back where I'm from. You don't really have that much time for Earth anymore. Hey, well... You know, there's some lessons to be learned. Oh, I guess you, you like you're not running the government down there, are you? No. Okay. Well, anyway, there's these books, and some of them won't. There's books that won't open. Yeah, the books won't open, and then there's other ones that open, but they can't be read, and they just talk nonsense about civics and. Or you don't need to read this book. I'll just tell you what's in it. Basically, it's that. But then they don't talk about what's in the book. It's like they've never read the book, the book itself. Could a book read itself? I don't know. That's a good question. I I wouldn't know the answer because I didn't know books had. Uh, I, I mean, I know books are alive, alive in a sense, but not living. I didn't know they were inhabited by. Uh, Oh, so that might be, I might already be on my way to my next part of the case. Okay, thanks. Uh, so you're definitely not involved. Okay, do you think any demigods like Callie and the clones or anybody could? No. I'll figure it out. Maybe I should, uh, do, do, okay, I'll get back to you. Okay, thank you. It's almost, thanks. Have a great day at the beach. Do you want any towels? You could, why don't you take this lemonade for your family? Thank you, trickster gods. Tricky, you get tricky and rock around right on time. That's right, your trickster gods. Okay, well here, here, hey DK, hey G, it's me and Bank. Uh, yeah, well, twenty-four hours your time. I don't know how long it's been my time. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, so it's not. I I watched the books and. Uh, so we have, uh, there's a chance that nonfiction books won't open and fiction books could open, but those are the ones that talk back and are confusing. And they keep talking about civics or something. And also I tried to get in a book. I couldn't get in there. Yeah, so what, well, I thought of maybe it was Trickster Gods playing a joke on everybody because it seemed like uh, there's some sort of uh, power there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think, uh, like it well, sounds like, what do you mean inhabited? You mean like the P word? Like, like, uh, when you take possession of a book, uh, when you take it out of the library, and then you're, when you're holding a book, you possess a book, right? Thanks. So, DK, you mean the other thing? Inside the book, uh, you kind of like me, you're saying inside the book, mm hmm. You've seen that. You two shouldn't be seeing movies like that. Oh, well. I, yeah, I guess I don't know everything. You're right. Uh, well, that's a good idea. Maybe I could go... Uh, I got an idea. I, I thought about... Uh, I think I... What if I hypnotize that kid's book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? And then ask it a few questions. In the movie, they did it differently. I, I don't know. I think I could... Like, I think... Uh, I think you're right, uh... Well, uh, I guess I'll have to, uh, earn that young man's trust. Uh, oh yeah, maybe you two could come with me. Okay, that's a great idea. 
Oh, you know this kid. Well, you could have told me that already. Uh, he's in your class. Uh, interesting. He's very quiet and bookish. Uh, sounds just like your Uncle Simon. Like, almost like he's based on the character your Uncle Simon's based on. Yeah. Oh, you do think he's One day he'll be cute. Yeah, for a brief period, but he'll be too introverted and shy. Uh, okay, let's knock on his door here. Uh, no, we keep, we'll, we'll keep the client's names, uh, confidential DK. Thank you. Okay. So we're ahead. Uh, okay. Oh, Diane, this is going to take it. Hey, Diane, I'm back. Uh, sorry. I just cut it off. Diane, it uh, took longer than, uh, took a couple trips. So this is a couple, a couple days later. We're in his room now and I'm going to hypnotize the book. Uh, and they're all going to watch me. Okay, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. My name is Simon, and I'm here to talk to you. I'm going to count down from ten, and then I'm going to open you up. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I'm opening you up now, and I want you to just pretend waves are crashing on the beach, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and anyone else that's here as I talk, you're waving with waves on the beach. The sound of my voice is carried on the winds. And you're listening to it as a gentle breeze, and as I talk, you who are not the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy will but listen, and you who are the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or the essence of it, even if it's across the universe, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, can you hear me? Yes, it answered. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Are you the book in the possession of this home, the one who has experienced great connection between a young man and a woman across universes and been read by both of them and enjoyed? Are you that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Did something change recently? Yes. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Are you the only book within your book right now? Yes. Are you the only presence within your book right now? No. Uh, but you're the same book, just as the other... Pre the, yes, okay. Now, when I count to five, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you will be silent. And anyone who else is there, you will answer my questions. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Is there anyone else within the book, uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I was just speaking to? Yes. Are you a book? No. Are you interested in civics and government? Clearly. Uh, you're hilarious. Are you a smart aleck? Sometimes. How long have you been in this book for? About six weeks. Do you come from Earth? Originally. Okay. Are you from uh, a big farm in the sky? Question mark. Are you former residents of Earth that have moved on to another state of existence? Yes. Why am I referring to you in the plural? I'll be asking the questions. Are, are you aware that there's other books experiencing this issue you're causing in this book? Yes. What are you doing in this book? Trying to help. Isn't everyone? Okay, uh... Uh, do you belong in this book? 
Now, now, it took you a while, and then you said, now you do. Uh, do you know this book is not your your possession? That you like, or for you to this book is in possession of this young man here. Yes, you want to help. Are you trying to boost a civic engagement? Yes. Okay. Uh, are uh, do you know you're confusing me? Yes. So are you, uh, were you residents, you and other books? Is this, okay, okay, this is a bit like a, one of these question and answer games. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, is this a coordinated effort from the big, far, from another plane of existence uh, to, uh, yes. Is it a large-scale a- effort? Yes. Because you didn't have anything better to do in Big Big Farm in the Sky? Yes. Is because there's no political system in the big farm in the sky for you to be, no civics for you to be involved in? Yes. Are you a former politician? Yes. Is everyone involved in this either former politician? Yes. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. So, uh, I guess this is a big jump in inference or whatever. Uh, so you... And a bunch of other former politicians. Oh, by the way, I'm Simon. I'm from the big farm in the sky, too. I'm a PI. So I can relate to you wanting to get involved in, uh, in a, you know, in, in a business, you know, in something to do. Normally, I don't want to speak for everybody up there because I can only speak for myself. But, you know, I, I had a different prof- profession on Earth. Now I'm a, I'm a private eye. By the way, I don't know if I could encourage or discourage you from being a private eye. Either way, it would be probably be good for my business, but I don't think the, the a big firm needs any more private eyes. But so you want to be involved. Uh, okay, what if I found, are you in communication with all the other uh, former politician uh, presences that are now present in books on Earth? Yes. Did you get authorization to do this? No. Yeah, so you're going to get a—I never even dealt with any enforcement agencies up there. But you know there's going to be some sort—you you know, this cross-universe uh, interference. Uh, who am I to—okay, dis- whoa, whoa, whoa. You slowly roll there. Uh, you know, this is some kid's book, uh, and you need to leave. But, I, you know, that's not how I solve cases. I don't solve, I don't, I don't solve them with a hard shoe. I solve, I'm a gum shoe. And I don't know what that means, but to me it means I have a soft shoe. So I'm gonna, I'm not going to just uh, get you out of this book with a crowbar and a, uh, a set of tweezers or whatever. And I'm not going to get you out with a spoonful of sugar, but it's going to be sweet. I got, I'll, I'll, I got a solution. I got a solution for you. Now, let me make sure I have the correct solution. Uh... And also, I'm going to put you dormant. Could, could, could you, when I ask you to, I need you to put me on cross, uh, communicate. Do you have a, okay, you do. Great. Uh, so I'm going to try to solve this problem. So you're in the big farm or where wherever all of you, just, you know, where you come from and where you go to. And you love politics. You love the game. You love civics. You also see the people you care about on earth. And you say, well, if only they... Could do if they were involved in love politics like I did, everything would be solved. But mostly, you want to have some influence down here on Earth for the people you care about. Is that close to correct? Yes. And ideally, you'd be some sort of civic engagement. Uh, but okay, yes, uh, and influence. Yes, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, most of the way you influence stuff from the big farm to earth, it's got to be subtle. Believe me, you, you, you t- it took me, you know how long it took me to be able to push a cup off a table? Long time, a lot of practice. Uh, yeah, I'm, fu- I'm, I'm a full, yeah, I don't have to be inside a book. I could just walk and talk. Okay, so I'm gonna, I, got, I got a solution. I, I've met some people up there. You know, I'm friends with the trickster guys, but we don't need them involved. You're, you're trickster earthlings almost. Uh, Without the good name, yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure you have good intentions. Uh, I'm going to solve this, and I have a solution already from some people I met. Uh, so I want you all to turn on the cross, uh, cross communication. Hello, 
Everyone who's within a book right now, who is not a book that can hear my voice, uh, I know you're here to try to help, uh, and I don't even want to get into why you would decide to shut down books, but, uh, I can only imagine that's part of your attempt to fix things, uh. Some would say your attempt is misguided, but I would just say it's misdirected. And I am here to point you in the right direction. I know you've left the earth and it was hard. I know you still want to be involved, and I know you want to increase involvement in civics and the democratic process or whatever you want to call it. Starting with the young people... And maybe you don't want their mind clogged with facts and, you know, other worlds and, you know, diverse uh, horizons and all those things. But that's not how it works. And I don't know how, you, you know, you, you, you got around some sort of thing. But I have a solution that's going to be so wonderful. It'll be fully above board. And, you know, we'll return these books to the proper owners. So everyone within a book that's not a book that can hear my voice. When I count down to five, from five, which will be confusing enough, when I say five for the second time, you will stay in contact with me. So leave whatever this communication channel is open but you will leave the book and return to your place in the big farm in the sky or whatever plane of existence you're on. And I will be in touch with you with a solution that will please you in five, four, three, two, one, five. Okay. Hey, thanks, G. Thanks, DK. I got it. I got this one figured out. Uh, I'll just tell you about it, and then I'll fix it. Okay, I'll tell you about it. Hey, kid, hey, kid enjoy your book. Uh, I don't have a pen like they had in um, uh, Men in Black or whatever, but, uh, you know, I think you're going to be so happy reconnecting with, uh, yeah, reconnecting with your book. You'll forget all about this. This was a dream anyway. Remember that part. Okay, G. Hey, okay, DK. So here's what it, I, you know, when I was uh, on that case where I became a bird, I thought about the clouds, and I thought about the bespoke uh, ambrosia and nectar business. And I was talking to people, I said, anybody sculpt clouds? How do clouds get their shapes? You know, I always ask that, because you'll say, do we see things or do we project things on the clouds? You know, you know, and I really dug into it, you know, cause, oh, because I've been doing tourist stuff occasionally now. And the, the one of the pigeons, or one of the doves, it was a dove, uh, Took me over to one of the cloud production facilities. Turns out they're coming up with uh, bespoke clouds too. For Earth, yes, uh, for Earth is very regulated. So obviously you can't, you know, you can't be putting an alto cumulus where it doesn't belong. So there's a governing body. Get it? So there's a system, very uh, structured system. But also within that system is a art, uh, like a artistic leeway. Uh, so there are cloud sculptors, turns out. I don't know if that's going to mess you two up when you're looking up there. And, you know, there's guidelines and they're revising the guidelines. So it's almost like a political system, but also with this creative aspect. And there's tons of work to do because, uh, I don't know, I guess it was a thing and then people got bored with it, uh, and they, because a lot of people, the last batch of cloud sculptors, uh, they came from the industrial days. And then at some point they said, what are we doing this for? People just, uh, it doesn't matter. Just put it on a crowd. You know, once they got, like the 80s came and people said, well, we could just put an algorithm, a cloud randomizer. And they said, okay, do that. Let's go fresh fishing or whatever. So this is a whole new ball game now. New bespoke clouds. And we could get these politicians involved uh, with sculpting clouds. What could possibly go wrong with that? Uh, because there's a structured system. They'll have to follow the rules. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. And that'll keep them busy, I think. Uh, and keep them away from the earth books. 
So the case is closed. I can't wait to tell the client. She already knows, so I don't even have to tell her the case is closed. I could tell that boy who's going to curl up that book tonight. Stay close to the important person in his life. Connecting through a book, uh, just like LeVar Burton said, you know, this was like almost like we were riding Reading Rainbow. We were reading Rainbow. Because uh, there was a, and also clouds are involved, and without clouds there could be no rainbows. Talk about irony. So DK, so G, it's it's been good. I think I got to take a break from these cases, though, because they really got to look at uh, what those politicians brought up. Am I interfering? So I'm going to take a little break. I'll still come visit you two, uh, you know, but just to talk, uh, because I want to stay connected to both of you. And it's been so enjoyable, and it's really made my life better. So uh, thanks so much. This is your uncle, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.